If you're over 40 and could take your overall health back 10 years, would you do it? There are tests out there that will tell you. This is part two of four of an interview with Rob from SmartFit Method. He goes into extreme detail on how he took his overall health score of a 55-year-old man and dropped it down to a 25-year-old. Age is just a number, folks, and Rob will prove it to you in this episode. My name is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks Podcast. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 12 years. My goal is to help the over 40 crowd fight the aging process as best we can and still have a social life to go along with it. Check out all my episodes for the latest fitness hacks. It's now you want to start strength training. I want to get some more strength training. Even though Vasper does give a lot of muscular stimulus. A little bit. It it wasn't giving me that true time under tension. Yep. So I um, got involved with ARX, adaptive resistance uh, training, realizing that it really came down to, you know, being able to train where I wasn't going to increase my blood pressure. So when I work with a stagnant weight, the problem is you're always limited to the starting point. Mm -hmm. So we tend to have to overload the start of the bench press or the deadlift. And there's that initial, yeah, that's where the injuries going. happen. Yep. That's where the aneurysm could pop for me. That could be a rupture, which would, of course, not be good. So I get involved with them, realizing that this is really about time under tension and controlled movement in a safe um, area where I'm acting on the equipment. The equipment's never acting on me. Yeah. So you control everything. I controlled it. So I bought one of those as well. And I started gaining muscle back. So I go back again a year later. I've, I've gained back 11 pounds of lean mass that I had lost. It's right? awesome. And my VO2 max is, puts me in the category of 25 to 30 elite athlete. Oh, man. And I'm still only working out 20 minutes, three times a week. So what happens is my son comes to me and says, you know, you're getting a lot of really, you know, good benefits. But the biggest one is you've got your life back. You're actually able to start living again. And, you know, be healthy while dealing with a fairly, you know, serious condition. What if we were to make this available to others and take your business history and your business experience and you help me, dad, as he said, yeah, build an, my own entrepreneurial future and introduce this method to everyone and make sure that they could actually access it. Because what we realized was that this type of equipment was generally only available to uh, professional athletes and celebrities, or it was tied up in expensive biohacking gyms mm -hmm. working. Yeah. So and said, not all together. Just everyone has maybe one of each type thing just to yeah, have something. Exactly. So what we did is we, we, we then I said, well, we have this opportunity to really dig deep into the research because you're not opening a gym during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I've so already seen that. <laughs> I, um, I crowdsourced some data scientists and sports scientists. And we started looking at how the convergence of these technologies added to one another through a um, curated method mm -hmm. could improve the results even further. And what we were finding is when we stacked the equipment together in, in a specific set of protocols and, a, and changing them, that we were getting 150% of the results that each of those companies were getting individually using their machine three times. 
So instead of using the machine three times, we'll use this machine one day, this one, the second machine another day, and a third machine another day. But we'll even go further than that. We'll stack yeah. additional things on top of those pieces of equipment, like using LIVO2 training, adding oxygen to the Carol bike. So starting mm -hmm. to build aspects that would affect the overall health span of the individual and get more interested in when we exercise, understanding that health and fitness are not the same thing as Dr. McGuff would say, is that fitness is physiological headroom. Health is without disease. So quite often we do activities in the pursuit of health and fitness, not to pick mm -hmm. on it, but like yeah. running, but we know that we could potentially be deteriorating our joints. It's a trade-off, yep. Right, so we, that's hard to categorize as health and fitness. So we have to look at it more on how these can impact not only the physiological headroom we're making, but also how our health span is improving. And health span being the quality of the years we live, not the number yep. of years we live. Yep. Right? That's and that's the biggest that's the biggest thing with why I even started this podcast. It's you know, people over 40 are experiencing the mistakes of you know what we did in our 20s and 30s. And and now there's these options out there and we need to focus on these because it's, you know, just and, like you were mentioning, it's not, it's, we know we're deteriorating something, but it's more of the trade-off. Well, what do I get out of doing this style? I know I'm going to trade off a little bit of wear and tear and damage, but for right now, the studies show that it's, it's kind of worth it. But as new technology comes out, we're getting rid of some of those trade-offs. We all have a breaking point at some point. When we, when we create too much stress, we all know that um, uh, stress hormone suppresses growth hormone mm -hmm. and an increase in growth hormone suppresses stress hormone. So if we, if we continue to add more and more stress to our lives, being it the general way we live, but then on top of that, we go to the a gym and we overload the amount of exercise that we take on. Because again, let's make sense. We were never built to work out that often. No, it we created we this were. for ourselves for sports. <laughs> right. We've even taken things like um, uh, active meditation, yoga, and turned mm -hmm. it into a workout. We have this ability to think that more is better. There's research in um, rehit training, which the Israelis discovered back in the 1970s, that if we were to go into zone five for less than 20 seconds twice a week, that we could improve our VO2 max mm -hmm. or our, our, our cardiovascular uh, capability. And when they did this research and they did a third one, because of course, if you do two 20 second sprints, a third must be better. It wasn't, it actually left the individuals with the same outcome, but just more time spent to get the same benefit. And, and probably more damage done to the body. And when they did a fourth one, it actually did what you mentioned. It created damage. So there, in exercise, there is a effective dose of exercise, and then it becomes a calculation of, of diminishing return, right? Yeah. And what we forget is how exercise works. And how exercise works is that we need to create mechanical load, muscular damage, and metabolic stress in order for the stimulus to be effective. So it's no good reading a magazine on the elliptical machine because we're not creating enough of a stress on the body. Mm -hmm. But it's also dangerous to go into a high stress workout, 
And, and Dr. McGuff, again, gives us the best analogy on this, right? In body by science. We don't want to simply run our fingers along the surface of the sand. What we want to do is we want to make enough of an inroad into the muscle to make a change. So we want to dig a ditch. But yeah. the most important thing about digging a deep ditch or creating a metabolic stress or muscle damage is to give the body enough time to recover by filling the ditch and putting a mound on top to protect it against next time you dig. The mistake is when we create the ditch and then when the ditch is only half full, we start dig to dig again. again. Yeah. And this causes inflammation and breakdown in the body. And in my case, nearly killed me. So had I have not taken the test or the journey that we've gone on, I would have probably been the guy who dropped dead doing a deadlift in the gym. Well, awesome, uh, Rob. Um, it's a lot of information. And it's like, like I said, the smart fit method and everything you preach is like, it's just the new age stuff coming out and perfect for the over 40 audience. Um, where, where can my listeners get a hold of you? Do you have a website or email? Where, where would you like them to go? Absolutely. If they, if they want to check out smart fit method, uh, the smartfitmethod.com or smartfitmethod.com, um, that will allow them to, uh, access our website, find out a little bit more about what we do, um, and find any contact they need for one of our facilities. Uh, we currently have uh, four facilities opened, two more opening uh, at the end of this year. And we have uh, 22 applications in for new facilities throughout the United States. And we've also been asked to go into Europe and Canada at this point. Um, so stay tuned because it might be in a neighborhood near you shortly. Awesome. So so anyone uh, interested in trying the SmartFit method, but also any possible franchisee owners that are interested in getting something uh, they can go to the same same website, same emails, correct? Absolutely, yeah. The smartfit, smartfitmethod.com, all one word. Uh, that will give you the ability to connect with us. Awesome. Well, Rob, I uh, just want to thank you so much for your time and being on my show, and I really appreciate it. And just like I said, I've just, you know, this is my passion of even doing this podcast is seeing what's out there and just kind of putting it, putting it out there to the world. You know, we need more people like you. Thank you very much. And yourself, too. Thank you for putting this together.